Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 4th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Central Time. MPC has been conducting Zoom calls or conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know you're a newcomer. Sheikh? <clears throat> hey, Rahul. Thank you for the time. Hey, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, Sheikh. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. So exactly one year before on November 5th, I came to India. I'm a H1B candidate. So mm-hmm. I was having the full-time employment. I was having the full-time employment. I came to India for a H1B stamping. Uh, mm-hmm. My I-140 is also approved. So I got the 221G at the Hyderabad consulate. Mm-hmm. Now I was following up with them. I waited two months. Then I also, uh, then they said, uh, please wait six months. I waited six months. And then, you know, uh, I was keep on waiting. Then ultimately my employer back in US has terminated my employment two months back. So um, then last month I found another employer who filed my H1B. I got the job. Now I reappeared for the interview at the Delhi consulate using my new employer, new new petition. Now this time again, they gave me 221G. Uh, in the interview, he said he needs some more information. So now I am like, uh, I have no clue what to do. Can you please advise? So then, take them to court. Uh, can can you, um, but I think I, am I, is there any other option to, um, because every time they are doing it, and this is my fifth, I think fifth or fourth H1B. They stamped me three times earlier, fourth and fifth time they gave me. So then, watch the video of my business part. Watch the video. I just send it to you. Okay. 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 And consult that guy. All he does in our office is sue the immigration. That's all he does on and uh, CBP and also consulate. Sometimes what happens is that when you get locked down, that's all you can do. Okay. So when I asked the consulate officer that uh, I got the 221G last time and you took nine months and you did not even clear it. And now I, again, I, I came here, found a new job, new employer. And they uh, will say, they might say it's a security check, whatever they want. So when we go to the court, okay, let's say, Kashik, you are a terrorist. Let's say you are, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what they will tell to the congressman, okay? Okay. We want them to show to a judge that's appointed by the president of United States, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's approved by the Senate, 51 votes from the Senate, approved for the lifetime. Okay, if you're a terrorist, we want them to show that you are a terrorist to the judge. Okay. Okay, 
And if the judge feels that you're a terrorist, okay, fine, we agree with the judge. Okay. But I am in sitting in India, just a normal employee. Is it possible for me to show them? Oh, yes, we will make it possible. That's what Red Union PC is for. We'll make it possible. Watch the video, consult this guy called Stephen Brown. That's all he does. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you so okay? much. If you are a terrorist, we don't want you to come, but we want the judge to see it. He's not, they're not going to show it to us because if they show it to us, we may show it to you. Who knows? Is that right? We want the judge to look at it that you are a terrorist. Okay. And if the USCIS has the information you are a terrorist, let them show it to them. They say, security check. What is security check? Okay, show it to the judge. Next person, please. Thank you. Urish? Yes. So it's not actually related to immigration, but uh, I used to work with an employer. Um, I worked there for six months in OPT and uh, CPT. And after I left there in March, and they actually did it fake payroll as well. And I transferred that money at first. After a couple of months, I left and went to another employer. Uh, actually, they processed um, payroll. So I got the payroll, but I didn't know, I didn't check the money. And now they're telling immediately transfer that money back, which I don't have. So what is the best possible scenario in that case? Wait, you got the money or you lost the money? No, no, I got the money. But I didn't check in my account uh, that I got the money, but it actually paid my credit card. So I don't have that money right now. So what is the best possible scenario that they are telling me to, they will go legal in this matter, but I was not with them since April. So I got the money in September. And after a month or half month, they inquired about the money. So wait, 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 one second. They were supposed to pay you the paycheck. Which... No. So I worked with them till March. So I left okay. their employment from March, but they did run a fake payroll in April as well, which I was not there, but I transferred that It's money. not a fake payroll. It's an accidental money. Yeah, but that accidental money I got in September, but April, they did a uh, payroll okay, money that's for not another person. That's not an immigration matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's not I an immigration matter. Yeah. Any suggestions? Uh, I am. No, not me. I don't know anything about it. Next person, please. Sorry. Okay. Anusha? If somebody paid you the money accidentally, I would return the money. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my status right now is H4 extension approved. I need stamping required if I travel to India. And uh, mm -hmm. so my husband's I-140 is approved last week only. Meanwhile, uh, this year I have filed H-1B application. So it is pending with RFE. Uh, I have received RFE right now. So my question here is, uh, can we add counselor processing to my H-1B application at this stage now? Well, well, here is the thing. You want to be counted towards the H-1B number, right? Yes. If you want to be counted towards the H-1B number, if you travel outside the country, you will not be counted towards the H-1B number. Okay. So now my question is, so you get in a council processing H-1B, you go to India, you get the stamping in H-4, you come back into United States, then what? What's the plan afterwards? So uh, meanwhile, if my H-1B counts, uh, 
my H, my husband's H4 is also uh, I140 is also approved, right? So I'm planning to apply for uh, H4. Well, what, what about so this is what my proposal to you is. When are you planning to leave to India? Uh, so if it if my H1B permits, then I'm planning to leave in November itself or like December. The best the best thing is you get the premium processing of H1B approved. Then you go to stamping on H4. So if I get my H1B approved with premium processing, so it uh, it will be starting uh, starting the given date. It will be active, right? Mm -hmm. So can I? So, how can I travel from H4? I mean, you're married to your husband. You you're married to the husband. Your husband. Yes. Take his H1B approval. Okay. Tell that you are married to him. Okay. So can I come back on H4? H4? Absolutely. So, then what happens is that you will be counted toward the H1B number. Tomorrow at a later date, what happens is that let's say your husband is working for Apple or let's say nowadays uh, Facebook, okay? He get a Twitter. He gets shot down with the Twitter. You can convert into H1B, you can convert to H4. But if you leave to India with the council processing, you are technically not counted towards the H1B number. Okay, so you are saying that uh, right now I can get my H1B uh, approved with premium processing, then I can go mm -hmm. to India, then I can mm -hmm. come back on H4 again without any issues. Mm -hmm. And then later on convert into H1B if you need it to. Okay, okay, I got the okay. answer now. In that, in that way, you're killing two birds with one bullet. Yes, uh, that is what we were planning to, you know, do that. So I had this doubt. After coming back, I can approve, uh, I can apply for H4 EAD also, right? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. If that is Next what, person. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rahul. Thank you. Ashish? Unmute Ashish. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is my first time attending the, the conference call. Um, um, so uh, this is good. I had Where a question. Where are you from, Ashish? I work in uh, at Texas A&M University in College Station, Texas. Um, yeah. So um, I had a question regarding uh, my wife's H4 EAD extension and uh, continuity of employment. So she currently works on H4 EAD and um, uh, my H1 is going to expire in February, first week. And uh, mm -hmm. I have filed for my extension and uh, based on, uh, no, re regular, it, it's not premium yet. Um, and I filed for my wife's H4 and H4 EAD extension uh, as mm -hmm. well. Um, so uh, I, like last time we filed for extension was back in 2018. Okay, that's different. What's yeah. the story right now? You filed extension, okay? Yes. Yeah. Um, so with, I heard about this new laws, like it's been like three years that- I am aware of a new laws, believe me a little bit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I just want to make sure like what steps should we take or am I- you When know, is your H1B expiring? Uh, February 2nd. Do the premium processing of H1B right now. Right now? Okay. Okay. And for okay. my wife, yeah. what would be next step um, like for her approval? 
Is she working? Yes. Watch this video. Okay. She goes to Mexico, has a margarita, mm -hmm. and comes back. Okay. Voila. Then she get to work 540 days. Okay. But won't it abandon her H4 application if, if she leaves the United States? No. It's extension. There is a confusion between filing a change of status and compared to filing a extension. When you, okay. If she was an F1 and she is moving to H4, if she leaves the country, it is considered to be abandoned. Okay. Okay. But if it's an extension, it's not considered to be abandoned. Watch the video. I made it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Next Gita? person, please. Um, hi, Rahul. I have a question regarding um, E-Verify uh, number of my employer. So basically, in, in my initial OPT, my employer is not E-Verified. But later, the employer got E-Verified. But um, now I'm applying for my STEM OPT. So mm -hmm. uh, what should be my approach? Uh, my, I, my university needs uh, the E-Verify number, which my employer do have now. But... Um, does my employer need to enroll me into the e-verification uh, e or is it okay? No, not required, not required, not required. He doesn't have to e-verify you. Only new employees he needs to e-verify. When you apply for the 765 form, you need to give the e-verification number, which okay. you told me he has it. Yeah, he, he later on, after I joined, he did not have so you can, have you, e you, you, can, you can file a STEM extension. You have to give his e-verification number to them. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Next person, please. Ramu. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Yeah, this is uh, uh, first time I'm attending this meeting. So basically uh, about me, I traveled uh, to USA and uh, H1B in April 2013. Okay, since then I have been working for consulting. You've been traveling April of which year? I have my first travel to USA and April 2013, May basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Since then I have been working for uh, various consulting firms. Okay, recently I got an opportunity, full-time opportunity with one of the non-profit organization, which is uh, University of Maryland Medical System. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, I got my I-140 in year 2017 and I'm all good now until today. If I moved, I switched to my new employer, UMMS, University of Maryland Medical System, which is a non-profit organization. In future, mm -hmm. uh, if I move, I wanted more from uh, that company to profit organization. Would be, any, would, would be there any consequences I would be facing? No. And here okay. is where the confusion that comes in. Why do you when you Google it out, why do you see a different story? Okay, because when you Google, of course, Google is the mother of all the things, is right? When you Google though, when you say that you, when you want to move from non-profit to for-profit organization, you need to go through the lottery system, is right? right? That's what you Google. That's right. only when you never got the H-1B okay. from a lottery system. Okay, okay. In your case, you got it from the lottery system. 
And you also told me that your I-140 has been approved and not been withdrawn for six months after it's been approved. The second statement I am assuming it, okay? That's right, correct, sir. That's right, correct. In your life, in your life, until you are dead, you will never need to be counted with a lottery system. Okay, got it. Next person, please. Not, Sorry. Yeah, sir. Sir, basically, it was not, I was not in a lottery. Yeah, my first H1B in year 2012. That time, during that time, year 2012, there was no lottery system, but I was on wow. H1B cap. It's been cap subject. That's the word. Okay. I use the wrong word. Okay. It's a cap subject. You were cap subject. That's a word. Okay. Okay. You're good. good, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Mohan. 2012 was still a lottery uh -huh. in a different way. Then what you're thinking? Okay, more on, go ahead. Uh, hi, Abir. Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, yeah, the basic, uh, my 485 got approved on September 1st. And it was- Why a, are you on, here? Uh, <laughs> the, because of okay. the Google. <laughs> Google, the, okay. Uh, the, uh, it was approved on the 150th day uh, of my 485 filing. And now the whether uh, can I change the job after like three months or your video I saw it is clear. I just thought to reconfirm it to you. Absolutely, you can change it immediately. There is no 180 days. You got the green card approved in 150 days. Good luck with you. You're good. No problem with it. You can change the next day and you can flip a burger and McDonald's. You can be a lawyer like me. You can be a Microsoft CEO. You cannot sell the drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, is, do I need to collect any uh, documents or something for just to show AC21 or intent of uh, all this stuff? No, nothing. Zero zip. Oh, okay. Uh, the last is, uh, if I would like to apply the citizenship, can we apply at the fifth year or I need to wait like uh, six Four years, nine months and 10 days you can. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Sagar, Sagar. Yes, sorry. Can you hear me? Yes. Absolutely, Sagar. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So my wife was a derivative applicant, and uh, she got uh, her 485 uh, notice of administrative closure. So I am uh, I am the primary, and uh, I got it approved on August 10, 2022, and she got a uh, notice of closure on August 29. And the reason is uh, actually in October 2020 we downgraded the EB3. EB3 category and my priority date is October 11, 2012 and in February uh, we did inter -file. So wait, 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 mm -hmm. let me ask you this question. Yeah. You got the green card. Yes. She did not get the green card. Yeah, she, she got a denial notice, uh, a notice of wait, administrative Wait, closure. I didn't yeah. ask you the question. Sorry, okay. Did she, did you guys file two 482 applications? Uh, Dependent, she we file a concurrent filing in October 2020. Yes, that true. I got it. Did she uh -huh. file again a 485? No, no, in October 2020, that's the only time we filed concurrent filing, both uh, primary and dependent. And in February 16, we did interfile. I mean, I only my my case, and it's case is close because administrative thing, yes. They mention the reason is uh, uh, it says that uh, primary date for my visa was before May 15, 2011. Actually, that is for EB, EB yeah, yeah EB uh, two. 
So they, they were saying that I filed an EB2 category in 2020 October, which is not I correct. know the whole story. Yeah. The administrator closed your wife's application. And what, what status is your wife? Uh, right now, uh, since I'm uh, August 10th, I got a green card. I know She's, you're a green card holder. Yeah. I asked okay. you what why your wife's status is not yours, Mister. It was she, she was until then she was on H four EAD or H four. You need to consult us. That's a serious problem. Oh, okay. Uh, of course, it's a mistake done by immigration. Okay, so what options like uh, I mean, what's the she and and, and, she and when when did administrative it was closed? Uh, August 29, twenty twenty two. What are you doing from August 29th to November 4th? I I, I did a letter to Ombudsman and I called USCIS. They said, really? Just write a letter. You, you, didn't consult a, you didn't consult a lawyer? Yeah, I did. And they said, we can open motion to you know re reopen for three and months. you did yeah. not? And you did not? No, I am, I am doing this this week. It's, it's like three months. They said three weeks is, uh, uh, you know, sorry, three months. You can do it until three months, right? I thought initially... Oh, you need to contact yeah. a lawyer, buddy. Oh, Next okay. person, please. And I, oh, sure. And one Sorry. more thing. I have raised a FOIA request. Like when they said 485 was filed in Next person, you need to go with a lawyer. This is a serious trouble and you're taking it too lightly. Okay. You should have filed a motion to reopen a long time ago. You should have filed a court case long time ago or motion to reopen. Next person, please. Two months, three months. I mean, you see a second wife or first wife? I don't know. I doubt it. Next person, please. She should be the first wife. Here's the second wife. Sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, that's too much. Awaiting that long time for time. Next person, please. Natsima. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, Rahul, um, I'm on the green card EAD right now. I mean, means I'm, I got have, I'm having the green card EAD, uh, though I'm having H1 until 2024. Uh, question is, do you suggest uh, moving to green card EAD? Uh, and moreover, the, uh, the EAD which I got is using the uh, downgrade from EB2 to EB3. And then I interfiled in the month of uh, September end uh, to EB2. <clears throat> uh, so now EB2 is, uh, is the interfile. Both the I-140s are approved. Uh, do you suggest or do you have any thoughts? Is there any issue do you see uh, me using a green card EAD? Or another you look question? very young. You look like in 20s. But how old are your child? <laughs> I'm in 40. Uh, I'm, I got a two-year-old. And the two-year-old most probably is a US citizen, of course. Oh, no, he's an Indian. Okay, it doesn't matter, two-year-old. What is your priority date? Uh, 2014, September. Uh, here is what I tell you today. Never, ever move to EAD. Why? Because you need to make money for me. <laughs> and if you were me, if you are me, you will use the EAD. And believe me, I was you, I was you, and I did use the EAD. Okay, so using EAD is the good option. Okay, when you're saying that, uh, so I'm taking it as an answer saying that start using EAD uh, as an option. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm just telling what I did. <laughs> okay, I, I got the indirect answer saying EAD is the best option as of now. And one more thing, in just in case if I'm not using EAD, 
can I use, uh, uh, create a company uh, on my own while being on H1 using my... Not an H1B, but creating a H1B, um, creating company and EAD is perfectly allowed. No, being on H1, I cannot create a company is what you're saying? You can own a company like a Microsoft. You buy, you can buy a stock, but you cannot okay. own Microsoft. I mean, uh, you cannot okay. operate Microsoft. You cannot operate Microsoft, but you can buy a stock in Microsoft. Okay. Okay. So another question is... Uh, but on, uh, EAD, I, I just... on EAD, on EAD, you can operate Microsoft. So my question okay. is, are you living for me or you? Myself. Well, then you should do what I do. Okay. Okay. Use a year. Uh, so what? Go ahead. Use EAD and God. And uh, one important question: I, as I said, uh, I got the EAD using EB three. So now I interfile. Back it's to not EB2. given to EB three or EB two. It is given to AOS. Oh, okay. Okay. Got. It. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I got person, all please. my answers. Question. Thank you. Daya? Uh, uh, hey, uh, thanks for your time. Very quick question. Um, I'm on H1B. Uh, my visa stamp has been expired. Well, recently, my employer applied for extension, which has been approved now. I'm planning to go to Canada and come back maybe uh, for 18, uh, 10, 15 days. So do I need a stamping for that or uh, I can go and come? No, uh, you are allowed to do called something called automatic revalidation. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. As you're, you're good. You don't need any visa to come back, even though your visa expires. Okay. As long as I show new I-797, that is good. Right? Mm -hmm. okay. And I will give you a, a video that shows that what it is. Okay. Okay. I'll take a look. Thank you. Next person, please. Guess you can Mahipal. leave messages in the chat. I will try to answer some of those questions. At yeah. least 15 questions I'll answer if they're simple and easy. I'll, I'll try to answer 15 questions. Mahipal, go ahead. Yeah, um, my OPT, I'm on STEM OPT right now. My STEM OPT ends on January 3rd, 2024. Um, my wife has approved 140. Her employer filing uh, right now, H1B extension. So, uh, H1B extension in the premium processing. So, can I uh, apply H uh, change of status to H4 along with H4 EAD with future date? Why future date? Because I, I I'm I'm currently working on STEM OPT. I want to continuously working until H4 EAD comes. Why future date? You didn't answer the question. So if they apply for H4 plus EAD right now, yeah, even if they extension. apply with the start date of, of November 5th or November 4th, you can continue on your STEM extension. Okay? You can continue on the STEM extension until the STEM extension expires. So if your STEM extension is expiring in September 2023, okay? You apply for the H4 plus EAD with a start date or number four. You can continue working on the STEM extension. Even though H4 approved right now. 
when the H4 gets approved, your EAD gets approved, my dear. When you file H4 and EAD together, they both will get approved at the same time. Oh, okay. So I don't need to. Also, another question. So my OPT, uh, STEM OPT expired in January 2024. So I can apply right now H4 EAD, right? Which is more than 180 days. Absolutely, you can. All right, thank you. H4 EAD is a godsend thing to you guys. I did not have that. I, I, you know, my my employer is not willing. He said they are saying attorney is saying they cannot do more than 180 days. So once I, I will reach out to you offline. Absolutely, crap. Come to us. Yes. Okay. Come to us. We'll do your H4 EAD and we'll make money on it. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. Is right. Absolutely. No, I am paying here. My employer is not willing to pay the H4 EAD. It doesn't matter whether you pay or not. Okay. But I'm just telling why the EAD expires in 2024. No, that EAD is different. EAD, this is H4 EAD. You can do it. All right. All right. Thank you. Contact us. We'll do H4. Play. But here's one thing. Don't file a H4 with them. Yes. Yeah. No, only I will, I will go with the only H1 premium processing. Once I get my H1 yeah, with your wife. Then I will, uh, ah, yes. Yes. Why H4 and EAD should not be filed together uh, separately is you get a H4, you don't get the EAD, then you have to stop working. Yes. Okay. You come to us, don't file the H4 with them. It'll be better if you file H4 with them and EAD with them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Next person, please. The last person I'll go with the questions that I'll get it online. Hari. Hello, Rahul Garu. Thank you for taking my call. My wife H1B uh, is valid till 2025. Uh, she is also having uh, advanced parole till next year, October 2023. We are planning for India trip. If you come back on advanced parole, she will get I-94 till one year, right? What will happen mm -hmm. after that? Do uh, you can, can we? No, only this time. You can ignore the I-94. She is valid to be on a H-4 visa until 2025. Not, not H-4. She's having H-1. Sorry, H-1. Sorry, H-1. She's on H-1 okay. until 2025. You can ignore the one-year expiry there. Oh, perfect. And if you go back to India uh, within this one year, can we go for H-1 visa? First, we came back on... Uh, Why? Why? Just a question because uh, one of us want to uh, have H1 remain. We want to convert to. She will be H1 when coming back. Why? To go and put your thing like a. You know what Russian roulette is? Yeah. You know what a Russian roulette is? They will put a bullet in there, rotate it around it. You have seen the, the old movie called Shole, is it right? Boom. Okay. Why do you want to go to consulate? So uh, she can come back again and again on, um, uh, in case if, he, if she don't have uh, advanced parole extended, if she want to go back to India. Uh, okay, so you want to go with the Russian roulette? No, no, what, what is the option? Suppose in case if you want to go back in emergency, if you don't have- Wait, she, has, she has for two years of advanced parole. No, only one year she has, till uh, October 2023. She can apply, say, she can apply for six months in advance and get the extension, or she can go to the Russian roulette. Yeah, the reason why I'm saying is my advanced parole. Uh, you have reasons to do it, but anyway, we have reasons to make money. 
Russian roulette is good for us. Me, it took more than eight months to get approved. I know <laughs> now it's shorter. It's six months. You can file it. Two months. She cannot stay. She wants to go Russian roulette. Good for us. Just that's how we make that. money. Yeah, that's how we make money. When you get screwed up, your brain blows up. We can make money. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So my my question is only whether we are, it is okay to go for H one or not. It's not that I'm going to go for H one. Is it? You true? can go. You can go. People won't listen to us to use the year and advance parole. That's good for us. I wish I mm. can buy a Ferrari. Okay. Yeah, we are going to use the same thing. And I just want to. Uh, have yeah, I know. Check. I know. I know what you're going to follow. I know what you're going to follow. You know. Next, uh, I'll go to the questions. People Thank just you. don't listen to us. They only listen to the people who make money. I wish I should be making money. Okay, Harshita, newcomer. Um, I don't know whether I might have answer to her. Can Ombudsman Ayala question about TSC backlog? We have been questioning, my dear. If your four eight five is pending eight two four four, I want you to sue the USCIS. Simply sue the USCIS, guys. I mean, sue the USCIS. That's the only way to get out from them. If it's pending, if your prior date is good, you need to do that. And I will send you a video that tells you how to do it, what to do it, and all those things. This is for eight two four four. But if your prior date is not current, don't go with that option. Anusha. If I get my H1B approval with the premium processing now, I want to travel to India and come back on H4. What process to activate H1 again? I am in USA. You need to file H4 to H1 change of status with the company. I mean, it's very surprising. I said, why do you want to do all that? You know, why can't you avoid lawyers? Well, maybe I should design myself to buy a Ferrari. We got H1B transferred to NBC. Do we get one of the local offices also? Yeah, Santil, most probably you'll be transferred to local offices. That's going to happen. Can I buy uh, treasury saving bonds on H1B? Absolutely, you can. You can buy stocks. You can sell the stocks. You can make money on stocks. Absolutely, you're good. Yeah, your process of uh, buying treasury stock, I should have done that. How many times we can reschedule the? I I don't have an answer for it. Sulab, uh, so, uh, I don't have an answer for it. How many times you can do it? I have hit I one forty approved. It's been more than one hundred eighty days. Wow! But my employer is not sharing an I one forty approval. Do I need to have this approval notice for my? You technically don't need it, but I will recommend you can file it something called F O I A U S C I S. You can get the I one forty approval by yourself. And uh, Harshita, I am going to give you the website, and it's going to be online. It's free. It takes ten minutes, but it will take about um, six weeks for you to get it. When H one B holder goes to stamping in and it's stuck due to delays, how long she's allowed to work an employment authorization? If it's more than two or three months, Vijay, uh, I, I would recommend to contact a lawyer. And you may want to consider if it's get stuck for like more than thirty days, we recommend that you sue the Department of State, and I will give you a video for that one.
my AP is still pending 130 days. Anything can be done to speed up. I don't know, Amara. You can call them and you practically have to cry. The more you cry, the more they will give it to you. They're spending FOIA request for it a copy. Delay the reopening of administratively closed cases. I don't know what is uh, Sagar, if it's administratively closed cases, you need to consult a lawyer. If we sue USA, is there a chance they can come up with unnecessary? No, we have not experienced that. In fact, they'll be very fearful to come. They know you are a litigant and you're going to go back again. Uh, Srikant, it's very hard for me to go with it because some people have a lot of long questions and we have to avoid, I mean, it's they give you long questions and, and sometimes we may not have answers for them too. Uh, I'm planning to request my employer to apply for EB3 skilled visa. Can you please tell me the merits and demerits applying? There's nothing wrong in applying EB3 skilled visa. Nothing wrong in it. You can do so. Uh, it's EB2 and EB3. I normally prefer EB2, uh, Mr. Sherista. The reason why I do it is that because if you have an EB2, you have an option of EB2 and EB3. If it's EB3, it's only EB3. Government Can government services apply for h Absolutely. They represent a lot of government. Even the Department of Labor's also we applied for them too. <laughs> the Department of Labor that give, we did apply for them too. I'm planning to port my EAD to my friend's S corporation. He's a citizen, he's only employee on S corporation. If I join employee on S corporation, can he sign my I for it? Yeah. In fact, um, uh, uh, in fact, um, they can even, uh, even a self-employment is allowed too, actually. Self-employment is allowed too. But I'll be a little bit more cautious about self-employment. And I'll give you a memo that says that, okay? Even self-employment is allowed too. Let me see if I can uh, put that memo and drop it out. Yeah, I was able to. Watch that. Take that memo. Self-employment is allowed too. Uh, we shall know the Bahamas are not allowed because they are not adjoining physically. For F1s, it's a different issue. For H1, H4, the automatic revalidation is not allowed. It seems that county services only need EADs or citizens or green cards. Well, that's up to them. If they don't want to sponsor H1Bs, there's nothing you can do about it. But EADs are allowed. Now, just because uh, you have a four, uh, you have a 485 EB3 Srikant, you're not married to 485 though. In fact, you can file an EB2 perm and then you can convert into uh, EB2 later on if you needed to. Or if the main question is that if you travel in advance parole, you can ignore the expiry date on it if you have a H1B. We did some video on advance parole. Let me see if I have that. Yeah, we did a 20 minutes video on the advance parole. We want you to watch on it. What will it be, okay? People are really confused. We answered a lot of questions in these 18 minutes. H4 EAD can do anything they want to. So 1099 is perfectly fine for them. H4 EADs can do, they can flip a burger in McDonald's. Ah, one thing they cannot do is they cannot sell drugs like marijuana. Thank you guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow. I'm sorry.
Monday. Don't forget that we do have a Sunday Sunday live session for the Sunday live session we do have uh, on the TV show. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Oh,